When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Welcome to the family of the Tom Bernard podcast with co-host Catherine Brandt, Andy Brandt Bernard. Hackmaster, Ralph to Basham, MD, and A.J. Fredrickson. A.J.'s here, filling in for Andy because Andy's here. That's why. <laughs> it's a little confusing. <laughs> yeah. Andy's here, so let's have A.J. here, too. What do you think? I like that. That works for me. Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean. Bryant, what's the latest? Uh, we're just trying to represent people who have been injured through no fault of their own. We're trying to talk to them before they talk to an adjuster or before they take a settlement that isn't something they should get based upon their injuries. How many people are out there in different, not in the law business, that love to run around scaring people before you even get to them? Well, adjusters will want to settle cases right. and they want to close files. So based upon that, they do what they have to. Um, I think there's a lot of circumstances where they probably act as attorneys where they're not attorneys and they try yeah. to explain people's rights or they give them a certain view that if they look at it. And what I always say is this, if the adjuster really truly thinks the offer they made makes sense, they'd have them come see us. You know? And that's exactly my my question is, you have to understand who has the best, your best interest in mind, correct? Well, you want to know what your rights are. You know, whether yep. or not you decide yep. you're going to hire us or not, that's a choice. It's a free consultation, and you want to understand what your, all your rights are and what coverages you have. And plus the fact, I hang out with you, so you got to be a good guy <laughs> if I'm hanging out with you. Uh, maybe. <laughs> uh, okay. Ladies and gentlemen, Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. Doug, how are things going at Burnsville and Coon Rapids Nissan? Well, we're in first and second place for the year in Minnesota. That's pretty impressive. What do you think the secret is? Well, clearly people like overpaid morning DJs that can't throw a first pitch over the plate. That hurt my feelings on so many levels. Sorry. Some people actually like these goofy ads, but there's a lot more to it. I think people really like the one-price upfront approach. They know they are being treated fairly. Yep. The free 10-year, 150,000-mile powertrain warranty doesn't hurt either. So what's going on this month? Well, inventory's finally getting better. We've got 75 Rogues and 25 Pathfinders available for delivery this month, and Nissan just came out with 1.9% for 36 months for people with good credit. The way interest rates are climbing these days, that's pretty darn good, Dougie. With all those Rogues and Pathfinders, free powertrain warranty, and low interest rate financing, no wonder Burnsville and Coon Rapids are setting records. We're like the Aaron Judge and Rob. Roger Maris of Nissan's. No, no, you're not. So what's going on? What's the latest? Not much. Nothing much. I caught, I caught you know, <laughs> we, we'll get on. I tried to watch that movie Strange World, or actually I was watching it with my grandkids. Oh, yeah, weekend. I heard it's not good. Oh, man. I, aside, aside from the wokeness and the preaching oh, of God. it, which, which is, you know, and some of the stuff was just, it was okay. 
It was just awful. Mm-hmm. It was absolutely pointless. Is that the it, Disney thing? Made, yeah, that Disney thing that just flopped. I guess two billion dollar, two hundred billion dollar loss, or two hundred million dollar loss. Yeah, I'm sure. It 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 the, there was no story. It was it was it was the most odd thing. You know they you know they they come across a problem and some guy had a gun and he shot them all. Oh, and then they come across the next problem and then the guy had a gun and shot them all. Oh, Jesus. They, this doesn't sound very Disney like. Well, but it was it was same kind. It wasn't a gun. It was a some flamethrower. You burn them up. And, oh well, that's much better. And they better. used. And it's so interesting during this during the, all this wokeness and all this liberalism. During this, they used a phrase which I found shocking, which was, they said they said, uh, uh, yeah, they they said center mass. Really? So, oh, yeah. Yeah. They said center mass. Center and mass. That's center mass, and that is. That's CNC training, you know, two shots center mass. And they used that phrase, center mass, in this. So it was a bizarre. That is interesting. Queer admixture of liberalism and what you would think is conservatism and gun carrying and shooting. It was just just a bad movie. Yeah, apparently overall. they just tonally couldn't figure out what they were even going for. So it just ends up being all over the place. Oh, it just. And there's no really story to it. It's just a. They're wandering around some place that's graphically uh, generated or computer generated, and I guess if you're high, it would have been a wonderful thing to see, really, because the, the graphics were just so vivid. But as far as the story, it wasn't there. I have a hard time understanding when you're going to invest that kind of money and have the talent pool that they have, how they can screw up a movie. Because he wanted to prove how important he was. The CEO almost destroyed Disney. Yeah, he sure oh, did. That's true. He came close to destroying that company. Yep. Oh. Yeah, and they yeah. and they got a lot of backfilling to do. Get that backhoe out. You got some backfilling to do. That's what I heard. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I got to cut a commercial if you guys don't mind, because I was supposed to cut it yesterday and I didn't do it because I'm lame. <clears throat> but you want me to cut the commercial now, Andy? Uh, sure. <clears throat> Just uh, yeah, turn off all the mics over on that end. It'll cut down on the noise in the background. And I'll cut our mics, too. Sounds good. Uh, all right. <clears throat> Ooh, that's a lot better. There you go. You ready? Yep. Tom here. For years, you've heard me talk about my friends at North American Banking Company. They have great online and mobile banking options, plus friendly employees who are always ready to help. And with their location in Maple Grove now open, it's even more convenient for me and my family. Go visit my friends at any one of their six Twin Cities locations or go online to nabankco.com to learn more. Why not bank with my banker? North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, and equal housing lender. One take, Tommy. 30 seconds. Look at you. 30, 30 seconds, seconds on the on nose. The Gee, dot. how did that ever happen, Ralph? Right on the no, dot, no, one no. take, you know. Yeah, uh, yeah you're, you're unbelievable. Uh, Tom, you just, uh, just a, you're, you're a, a body of perfection, a walking yes. body of perfection. <laughs> Why did you adjust my light? Because Jude was popping around yeah, out there, and it might have been your light. Your um, The light was reflecting off your watch, maybe. You know how he gets weird about. Yes, he does. That kind oh, of thing. that deal. Yeah. Is it on the ceiling? Oh, it's on the ceiling. You're right. Yeah, he was, all, all of a sudden, he was scratching around. Trying to yeah, get but him now to I can't see it. the board here, so we got to put it over there. I just got to keep my arm down. Okay. <clears throat> I guess so. All right, so what else is happening? I, you know, one We've thing got that, Tim Lammers on in a minute. Apparently. In a, yeah, a minute or two, something like Yeah, about a minute. Um, you know, we had kind of a discussion last night. Andy and I were the first ones to talk about it, and then I talked about it with Catherine and Melissa and all the rest of it. 
I think we've gotten to the point now on the family podcast that I, I, I agree with you guys. I just don't think we can talk about politics anymore because Yay. people will not come off their, their opinions. They no. just Yay. won't do it. Yeah, discussion. There, there is no discussion. No, there's no discussion. We're just talking past each other. So, what's the point? Yep, I agree. So, I'm, I'm fed up with it. As you know, I'm very much a centrist. I like Democrats. I like Republicans. You extremists, you can blow it out your ass. I don't care what you do. Hmm. Right. That's absolutely right. But I don't know the politics we've discussed here really haven't been trying to change people's mind or just oh, trying it's to getting worse. Understand yeah. uh, things, you know, one way or the other. You know, there's there's good ideas on the left and good ideas on the right and there's bad ideas on the left and there's bad ideas on the right i mean i don't know i just i, I just have a hard time people getting so ingrained and entrenched and digging their heels in like i'm always Sorry. right and eh, no you're not and for no reason so why don't we talk about this not to talk about politics but talk about what happened to people why do people want to go out of their way to hate other people? And I know it's based on fear. We've talked about that before. Everybody's so fearful now because the economy's collapsing or there's, you know, racial tension or there's violence in the streets. I see for the third, uh, I don't know if it's the third day in a row, but it's the third time this week, a bunch of people were killed on the subway. I mean, my God. Where so, was this? California again, um, I California think. California again, yeah. yeah. California's It's really... not a subway. It was a train, right? Where? Was it on the train station? California. In California. They've killed like, yeah, 21 or 22 people this yeah, week. A public transit employee opened fire on his co workers. Northern, <laughs> Northern California Rail Yard. Okay, so, the, uh, so it was geez, a railroad. Okay. Yeah, these people are snapping and running amok. You know, I mean, the interesting thing about the other oh, two. Wait, that was last year. No, that was two years ago. Oh. So there's okay. got to be another one. Unless there's three more. Unless there was another shooting that had nine victims in there California. There was seven a shooting yesterday in California again. Yeah. There was. Yeah, there yeah. was. Oh, today. I don't think it was there on was a train. A, there was one on Saturday. There yes. was one yesterday. Was there's there another one, one today. No, I, I don't. <laughs> well, well, I think that's the issue right there is that we don't know. We can't right. decipher which the one actually. The elephant in the room that no one has mentioned, and it's not racist or anything like that. But the, the shooting in L.A. where the 10 people were killed and then the shooting in, uh, oh, where was it? Uh, not at Burlingame, but it was, you know, in nor near uh, San Francisco. They're both Asian guys. Yes. Yeah, that isn't, and right near, near Chinese New Year. I mean, but and, and I don't the one guy was a 72, 73-year-old Asian guy yep. who went and shot up these dance clubs. I'm like, man, that is like so, in my opinion, as a white guy culturally inconsistent that that's just it was just well, bizarre it's yeah it's another attack on uh apparently chinese and latino farm workers so i think another guy was trying to kill chinese people although his name was chun li zhao or zhao which is very chinese so i don't know about that so no, what if, i thought it was a vietnamese guy that, that the first one him. was vietnamese the second guy is this zhao because the vietnamese and the chinese do not get along at all but this zhao <coughs> is 67 years old mm -hmm. so again well over the age that you would expect a shooter so i'm wondering if it was some uh, retaliation for the first one maybe oh who knows mm. what would you know that it still baffles me the shooting in um vegas Mm -hmm. How that story really never, we never really found out anything about that. No, they buried that. that quick, didn't what they? What happened with that? Mm. The open fire from that hotel. That hotel room is closed forever. I know that. Oh, <coughs> there's been some, there's been some uh, punditry uh, running, running around that says that this guy was, 
don't know, running guns for the uh, for the CIA or something. It's a bizarre oh. kind of stuff. But I don't have any. I don't have the evidence to support anything like that. But that's that's what I've I've heard that, that this guy had some connections with the CIA and he was, he was meeting people in Vegas, running guns out of Vegas, a private airport, blah 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 blah. I, who I don't know. You know, my favorite thing is now is if it's your guy, he's a filthy pig and deserves to go to prison. If it's my guy, he oh, he just made a mistake. He didn't know what he was doing. I just love those arguments. Like, give me a break. Well, you know, after watching this show, Trafficked. Oh, my God. Catherine's ruined my life, Angie. I'm telling you, it, it really opens your eyes to how much stuff is going on in the world that we have no idea. Ugh. What's actually happening and how there's so much violence because of it. Counterfeiting bills, fentanyl production in Mexico, where all that comes from. The ingredients come from China. They're throwing it into the sea. The fishing trawlers pick it up. They throw it in a tourist boat. The tourist boat brings it back. Then it goes into a van. Everybody keeps it for about an hour maximum because they don't want to get caught. It's amazing yeah. how many people are involved with making these drugs. It's absolutely mind-boggling. It, it is, it, it's, it's run as well as any fabulous corporation. Oh, yeah. No, it's <laughs> it true. It really is. And, and, no, and, no, and the elephant in the room, once again, is no one wants to do anything about the demand for these drugs. Right. They can no. bring them right across the border if they want no to. They wouldn't one. be selling them if there was no demand. There you go. And what's no one name, wants to do anything. What's the name of the woman that does the show? Mar- Mariana something? Mariana. Uh, Mariana Trench. <laughs> Mariana Trench. That's <laughs> her name. Yes. It's There's three seasons of this. It's on Nat Geo. Mariana Van Zeller. Yeah. Van Zeller. Yep, she is. Her. I mean, I hats <clears throat> off to her. She is going in talking to drug lords and is the, the shadiest characters you can come up with. She's... T- trying to hunt them down and talk to them. Speaking of shady characters, we're talking to <laughs> Lammers. Shady as they come. O- you can hear me okay today? Yes, you sound great. Okay, I got myself a fancy schmancy new uh, headset here yeah. with a, hey. a, a nice microphone. So, yeah, yeah. you know what? I, I, with all due respect, Catherine, I, I know you recommended this on Twitter as well, this, this show. I like sleeping at night. And I'm afraid... <laughs> Yeah, I'm not going to be watching that. I'm afraid that, that this would just ruin my sleep. It Really, seriously. I'm not putting my head in the sand. Believe me, I, I know that there's a lot of bad things going on. In fact, uh, I don't know if you touched upon it already, but yesterday there were a couple of McLeod County deputies shot in Winstead, which yep. isn't too terribly really? far from me. Yep. And and, and my and my nephew uh, is, is a police officer in Winstead. Uh. Uh, he actually had the day off, and he joined... The deal once the barricade started but you know that's way too close to home because initially you hear a couple first of all you don't hear deputies you hear cops being shot in winston and it's like oh my god i mean my heart sank uh found out soon enough that that thank god he wasn't involved and and these two deputies are okay as well so but it's frightening knowing that oh okay people are just opening fire on deputies now in, in little towns like this i mean come on man is it is it because of the culture now is it the the whole idea that you know the the denigration of police and and people not caring and we can just do this now because that's the way it is well i don't know well, well the- apparently this guy had a warrant for child pornography oh. oh so i mean i feel like that kind of guy is more likely to go out in a blaze of glory than anyone mm. so it's you know it's, or not, it's, it's, it's not surprising it's that someone like this would do something like that 
Well, what what well, what is interesting about this show is um, it talks about how all of this stuff, whether it's counterfeiting, drug dealing, whatever, it enriches a certain portion of society that doesn't have a lot of options. Right. So, the, but it also causes them to be very violent amongst each other because they're trying to protect what they have. They. I mean, in that the Jamaica one, she talks about how family members will just kill another family member if yep. they think that they're taking their list for the um, lotto scam calls. It's unbelievable. I mean, yep. so a lot. I, I think so much of this is related to this net. There's so many networks of dark money and all of this stuff going on. Did I you mean, have this to say child, dark money? The child pornography. I mean, look at those guys in Atlanta. Yep. The couple that were pimping out their own kids and everyone thought they Ugh. were pillars of society they yeah. were uh, they were on magazine covers such great guys yep. it had everybody completely fooled it's hiding in plain sight is hiding in plain sight Who exactly would ever suspect them you know and right that, and sometimes those are the worst people yeah and um, they, they had this mansion and they one was a civil servant and the other one had some low-paying job and they were living in this mansion <laughs> Hmm. It's like, what is? where's all this money coming Makes from? You think. I mean, yeah, that's the whole thing. Well, you know, talking about what we're talking about, um, I, I texted you, Tom, about Mayor of Kingstown being back. Yes. Yep. And uh, I don't know, have you seen the first two episodes yep. yet? No, not the first two now, episodes this year, no. Uh, okay, this year. Okay. You know, and they, re- I, I'm, yeah, they got into it last year. But the difference between that show and pretty much everything else is that they're not afraid to show gang warfare and what really goes on in these inner cities. In this particular case, mm-hmm. Kingstown is a, a town in Michigan. I don't even know if it's a real town, but it's a prison. Um, I, I don't want to say prison community, but that's prison industry is their only business, right? So Jeremy Renner, uh, God bless him. Uh, he is the quote unquote mayor, the guy that uh, negotiates between the bad guys on the inside and the outside. And uh, this year, because of this uh, this season, I should say, because of this prison riot that ended season one, things are really out of hand. And uh, they show the devastating effects of gang warfare in the inner city where innocent people die. Mm -hmm. And so I'm thinking, God, you know, this show is more realistic than really anything that I've seen in a long, long time. And I think that's part of the reason why why it makes it a good show. And again, Taylor Sheridan, he's in a position where he can pretty much do what he wants right. and bring certain things to light, like he does in Mayor of Kingstown. So, you know, good on him for that. I mean, it's, it's he's a great, I guess you could say, filmmaker, television maker, whatever, uh, storyteller, whatever. Uh, and then you get people like Jeremy Renner in there, uh, terrific actor, a lot of gr- a great supporting cast. And these, these shows are really... The, the, the hair stands up on, on the, the back of your neck. I mean, it's frightening what you're seeing in these shows. Because it is it's a great real. show. <clears throat> it is a really, really good show. 30 broken bones, unfortunately. <clears throat> yeah, what did the he guy do is, again? What happened? He got in a, I know he got in an accident trying to help somebody. Yes. Yeah, he got hit by a, like a tractor or something, didn't he? Yeah, well, he has this, I don't know, it's called a snow cat or something. Oh, okay. It's, it's an amazing piece of machinery. I mean, the, 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 he basically he stopped to get out to help this family member who was stuck or whatever during the storm. And then the thing started moving forward. And for some reason, I don't know, impulse, you think I'm going to stop this, even though it's 40,000 pounds. 
and uh, he got ran over by it. Jeez. So one of his legs got ran over. His <sighs> the one one side of his chest was crushed. Oh my God. Um, like and amazingly, lived. they reconstructed his chest somehow and his leg. You know, the negative press wants to make you think that well. He might not live, and he's going to lose his leg. Nobody really knows at right, this point. But right. they were devastating, devastating injuries, and he's really lucky to get out of it alive. Um, but, uh, you know, uh, good guy, good guy in his uh, town that he lives in. Um, bought a fire engine for the local fire department. He's a volunteer firefighter. You know, he's one of the real deals out there. He doesn't live in Hollywood. He lives the hell away from Hollywood. Smart, <laughs> and uh, he's does a lot of good things for people, and uh, that's why I think this story has affected people more, just because they know he's more of a real guy, you know? I like it. <clears throat> I like that a lot, as a matter of fact. Um, <clears throat> i got to ask you guys a question, because this thing popped up, and I have not watched Saturday Night Live now in about 30 years. Ever since the Coneheads came up, I haven't watched it. I thought <laughs> it was the lamest thing I've ever not seen. Not a fan of the Coneheads? Oh, my God, was that bit I lame. I do not understand that bit. <clears throat> Never to, got it. I think it. you have to be high. I think so. <laughs> it's just like, what, it's funny because they have Coneheads? I don't get it. I know. It's like, what? No, they, no it's, they're funny because they ate styrofoam eggs and six packs of beer. While they're still in the container. Oh, okay. Well, people are going to be doing that for real because eggs are so damn expensive. Yeah, now. just eat the styrofoam. Yeah. Got to get your money's <laughs> worth. Uh, that's anyway. all true. But in any case, here's the problem that I have. Uh, and a bunch, of, a bunch of listeners sent it to me, and that's why I watched it. The all-time lamest bit they've ever done is they just did last Saturday night, and it was for... I think they, they were talking about that Ron Santos guy, who, by the way, deserves to be talked about because what a lying prick that guy is. What a puke. I don't know anything about My him. mother was in the, the number two tower. Turns out she wasn't even in town. Oh. You know, so he it's lied. amazing like, <clears throat> the number of lies this guy. It's oh, like he makes a new one up every minute. So he deserves it. But Saturday Night Live tried to do the NFL Live thing, taking on, on Santos instead of football, right, of course. It was honestly the most unfunny thing I have ever seen in my entire life. And I, I would love for him to rip Santos and be very funny about it because the guy's a lying pig. But, my God, is that show – I have not watched that show in 30 years. Is it ever, ever funny anymore? No. Uh, the only time I thought it was funny in the last couple of years was when they had Eddie Murphy come back and host last year. Oh, that's year. nice. Oh, there you go. And hey. that was great because he then – Brought back, you know, Mr. Robinson's Neighborhood right, and right. Gumby Dammit and all those characters that were all so funny. And, you know, it, no politics, none of that crap. Not to say that politicians don't deserve to be ripped. They certainly do. But <laughs> these shows are just so predictable and Terrible. boring now because Terrible. that's all. And late night. That's all they do. That's all they do. And to think that Jimmy Kimmel is going to be hosting Oscars again this year. Oh, it's like, God. you wonder why the ratings are down. And you wonder why the ratings are down because you only nominate just quickly Oscar nominations this morning. Four nominations for Avatar, The Way of Water, six for Top Gun Maverick, <laughs> not Tom Cruise. Now, these, are, these two films have oh. saved the movie-going industry. Right. 
and they both got nominated for Best Picture, but that's because they got 10 nominations. And under the old system, the five pictures, they never would have been nominated because it's a snobby art over commerce day for these people. They want to show us how smart they are. Right. Uh, but when the, when the ratings tank again, and they will tank again, the next day they're going to say, what do we have to do? Well, how about you pay attention to the damn people that keep you in business? And mm-hmm. that's the moviegoers. That's the people that went to Avatar. That's the people that went to Top Gun Maverick. But no, you're telling people that Tom Cruise isn't good enough, a guy that puts his life in danger for every role he takes on, isn't good enough over this other guy who his film may be seen by one-tenth of a percentage out of a 100%, you know, that nobody's seen, basically. Oh, but he's better. He deserves a nomination, but Tom doesn't. So, anyway, there's my little diatribe there, but... Oscar nominations piss me off. Well, it's all a scam now, anyway. It's all rigged. It's all a scam. It just this this whole Hollywood thing. Politicize and guess what? You think it's interesting now? Wait till next year when they start to include their diversity standards oh, with the God. nominations. Yep. You will not believe the hoops of fire that every filmmaker, if they want to be considered for best picture, what they have to, <laughs> those hoops they yep. have to jump through to get their picture nominated. And it's like, boy, this business has gone to hell well, in a hand. We're going to witness the death of the movie industry. Well, that's, well, I don't know if we'll witness the death of the movie industry right away, but I, the award shows, I just, once again, they dilute everything down. And I'm not saying that they shouldn't, you know, consider people of all different kinds of faiths of course, and absolutely. backgrounds and all that kind of stuff. But it should be an equal sort of situation. It's like, no matter who you are, did you make the best movie? Well, you know, my answer to all of this, uh, as far as people not getting the opportunities, it doesn't rest on the voters of the Academy. No. Because they're just voting on what they're given. It really, and nobody seems to call this out, it it should land on the doorsteps of every film executive, every studio head. They're the ones that make the decision. From the top to the bottom, they should make a call to say, okay, Hey, th- we're lacking here. Let's get this done. But instead, people piss and moan. And we <clears throat> oh. lose Timmy and just and go cry in a corner. Timmy just hung up on us. I'm so sure is what happened. happened. If you're fascinated by aliens, ghosts, cryptid creatures like Bigfoot, then I have the show for you. The Paranormal 60 with Dave Schrader. Each week, we investigate different claims of the supernatural, bringing you the top guests and experts from around the world. Listen on all of your favorite podcast platforms. Tune in, Pocket Casts, Deezer, Amazon Music, Audible, Podcast Addict, Podchaser, Google Podcasts, CastBox, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and Apple Podcasts. The Paranormal 60 with Dave Schrader. Tom here with my good friend, CEO of North American Banking Company, Michael Bilski. Michael, I was out in Maple Grove the other day, saw your new branch that's under construction. It's looking great. Thanks, Tommy. We're very excited to open our new Maple Grove branch in the Arbor Lakes area later this year. Well, the way I do math, that's the sixth North American Banking Company, and you only have five fingers. How'd you get to six? I used my computer. We better not ad lib. All right, we won't ad lib. Never mind. People will. Well, you're not mean. that good at it. Oh, yes, yeah, that's true. That's, right you know, we have locations in Roseville, 50th in France, Hastings, Woodbury, and Shoreview. One thing I like about being a North American Banking Company customer is I can do a lot of my banking online or on your mobile app, but sometimes it helps to go in and talk to one of your friendly bankers in person. Everybody loves when you visit Tommy. 
We hope to see you in Maple Grove soon. So why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, and equal housing lender. You all have helped build MyPillow into the incredible company it is today and have trusted in Mike Lindell to give you a great night's sleep. Mike's latest incredible deal is on the Giza Dream Sheets, which you've heard me rave about before, that's for sure. These sheets are made from the world's best cotton, Giza. They are ultra soft and breathable, yet extremely durable. Right now, the Giza Dream Sheets at its lowest price ever. These sheets are 60% off, coming in as low as $39.99 with promo code TOM. Well, I, I just think what's going to happen, I just think that the award shows are just going to become more and more meaningless. It's just, it, when, They're already once everything is a huge slogan, well, yeah, people aren't watching them already. Yeah, no one cares anymore. Yeah. Um, it, does, it doesn't make any difference. I mean, I. have a special club. You know? oh, there he is. <laughs> there you are. Timmy's back. You were gone oh, for a okay. while there, Timmy. You dropped off for a second. Were you talking that whole time? I was talking that whole time. <laughs> Whatever you probably did. <laughs> Yeah, I probably drowned myself out is what happened. Yeah, there you go. But no, no, no. Look, Steven Spielberg, uh, the best film of the year up there with uh, Top Gun for me is The Fablemans. Yeah. So yep. uh, you, if you have you seen it yet, if you haven't, rent it because it is a brilliant movie. And that got not seven nominations, so that deserved it. But, you know, they come out with these. And, and I'm all for independent film. Believe me, some of your best stories come out of independent film. But for this purpose, they're ignoring the people that that keep them in business, and that's the moviegoer, by saying, yes. well, Avatar was good, but not good enough. Top Gun Maverick was good, and even though the guy, you know, jumps off of cliffs and drives motorcycles off cliffs and gets up in these, these F-18 fighters or whatever, you know, risked his life, but... No, he wasn't good enough to be nominated for Best Actor. <laughs> it's such a joke. It's such a joke. Well, it's like they want the award to be meaningless. Because, I mean, like like I said, it's already no one cares. But I think the few people that still do care are going to stop caring once they realize how fake it is. The Academy Award, it used to be an award of merit. Yep, not anymore. Uh, but now it's basically an award of marketing. Mm. Um, so Isn't let's everything. say, yeah. So yeah. let's say Colin Farrell, who is a great actor and a great guy, um, wins for the Banshees in, in, of Ed Sheeran. I call it. It's an Sheeran or something, but it's an independent <laughs> film. Uh, now they're going to cast Colin Farrell, and they're going to say Academy Award winner Colin Farrell, and that car- carries some certain amount of prestige, right? So it's about marketing, really. It's yeah. about the winners getting roles because hey look i got this on my resume i'm i'm an academy award winner so really that's about the value of an oscar now it's really not it, yeah it's an award of merit sometimes but again a lot of times people get nominated that don't deserve to be there <laughs> kristen stewart last year um <laughs> I like but that. they are and uh, now she can carry that on now whoever wants to cast her they can tack that on academy award nominee kristen stewart Oh, but that only matters. That only matters if the audience thinks that Academy Award winner carries some sort of prestige. But if they stop caring, then it's not going to matter at all anymore. Well, I hope they stop caring, Andy. But right now, Tom, again, it's just like some people just are—they are dying to be led. They're sheep. That is very. And they want to be told what to do. (laughs) That's very true. And what to like? It's that implication of excellence, even though the picture might suck. 
it's that implication of Academy Award winning something or another attached to it. Oh, well, it must be good then. Right. So yeah. that's that's kind of the way I look at the value of these actual awards. Well, I mean, even I be, even when yeah, I was ahead. a kid, you know, almost 30 years ago at this point, people were making fun of Oscar bait movies, they called them. Right. And yeah. so this has been a thing for a long time. It's like, you know, you want to win an Oscar. What you do is you wait till summer blockbuster season and then you release a movie about a puppy who died in the Holocaust or something. And you're basically guaranteed an Oscar. This is just basically an extension of that, where it's now it's you cast the right color people and you're guaranteed an Oscar. So, I mean, well, the Oscars have been pretty fake for a very long time, but I think yeah. this is even worse. Well, you're and as far as people not caring, I think you're right. I mean, the the um, ratings have shown it two years ago, 10 million people. I mean, this used to bring in tens of millions of viewers. Yeah, yeah. It, did, yeah. it went up five million last year, and we all know that in that last hour, the drama happened with the slap, and people tuned in, so that brought up their ratings. This year, again, I think the, the thinking by the Academy is that because we nominated these two popular films for Best Picture, it's going to bring people in, but I don't think so. Uh, the fact that they thumb their nose at James Cameron, the fact that they thumb their nose at Tom Cruise, I think is going to mean a lot to people. I'm looking at the uh, viewers per year back to the year oh 2000. Oh, God. Yeah, people blame COVID for a lot of it, but I mean, sure, some of it, but... Uh, COVID when everybody's home. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. Oh, 2019 was the worst year they had had in 19 years, and before that, 2018 was the worst year they had had in 18 years. Uh, 2017 was the worst year they had had since 2008, the economy crash. So, no, I mean, you can see a very clear trend line down well before the uh, pandemic even started. You know, the, the, the thing that comes to mind is that there are two really two parts to the Oscars. One is the red carpet. And uh, there's a large number of people, including uh, the domestic goddess at home that I live with, who likes to watch the red carpet to see the fashion and, and see how people are dressed. The second part is the actual award show. And I wonder how those two, the, those two viewerships uh, match up. There might be more people watching this red carpet than the award show, because my wife doesn't ever watch the award show because it's pointless. I understand that. Do you think we'll ever get to the point? i got to be honest with you. If I were black myself, I would have to ask them, how many more years are you going to use my skin color to make money for yourself? Because if anybody thinks they're propping up people of color, no, no, no. Your talent props you up, not your skin color, okay? So if anybody thinks this is to serve the people, it's nothing to do with serving the people. This is about making more money is what this is about. Would you agree with that? Yeah, I would. I would. This is an in industry. It, yeah. This is just an extension of the, of the uh, race, religious, xenophobia, bigotry, racism industry is <laughs> an extension of that to, to make money on that to, to to play one group against another to show how to to virtue signal and all that sort of stuff it's just to make money it is hey oh sorry tim do you know anything about alec baldwin why he, all of a sudden they were bringing him up on charges with this with the shooting tim are you there sounds like he no, got him fade again oh he muted himself Oh, it says, can't unmute your guest. Their mic isn't connected. 
So uh, his new your, fancy mic. Your new <laughs> fancy mic somehow got disconnected. <laughs> that new headset. It's, too, yeah, it's just too to fancy for back. us. Plug her back in. <clears throat> it, does anybody know anything about that? All, of a sudden All he was, I know is that he's now but, been charged. I don't know why. Well, what happened? I mean, I thought they cleared him and everything was hunky-dory, and now all of a sudden he's charged. Well, I never it's, knew it was cleared. Well, they said that. it was a, mis, a mishandling of the gun by the prop master or something like that. Well, they were they were named in the uh, action as well. Oh, I thought he was cleared, but okay. Well, I, I'm surprised. You, I mean, how are if somebody hands you a gun on a set and it's their responsibility to make sure nobody's going to get hurt because there's a whole bunch of safety experts always on a set. How you and I don't like Alec Baldwin as a human being. I think he's a jerk. He's a terrible but you know, if what happened does not seem like it was his fault, unless he put a different kind of bullet in there. He pulled the trigger. I yeah, the it, every it just make sense to me. the very first thing they teach you in gun handling class is treat every gun as if it's loaded. Yep. Yeah. Even if you're okay. sure that there's a blank in there. Still treat it as if it's loaded with live ammunition, right. because otherwise this kind of... Th- and even if there's a blank in there, and you know there's a blank, and you checked, you never know if, um, like, uh, what was it, Brandon Lee was his name? Yes. Yep. Yeah, he uh, got shot by a blank and died, because there was a bullet left in the barrel that they didn't know about. Right. So the blank propelled it into him, and that's all it took. Jeez. So even if there's a blank in there, a gun can still be lethal. So you can't, oh. I mean, I don't think it's really an excuse to be like, oh, well, I didn't know there was a bullet in it because it's a gun. You're supposed to treat it as if there's a right. bullet in it. And, and this is the 21st century. CGI can provide yeah, why every did he bit need of a real gun? flash that you want. Yep. So all of these guns who are on the set should not be functional. They yeah. can have the, Even the they rubber guns. The, they can have the blank in them, but they should vent in other ways, and they should have a, a complete closed barrel welded shut that no projectile can yep. pass through. Exactly. Um, well, also, why are you pointing it at somebody, really? That, too. He, why did he point it at someone and pull the trigger I mean, off with camera, camera? Yeah, with camera That's another reckless, stuff, yeah. that's, that's reckless endangerment go. right there. Yeah, there you go. Sense. Because it's only, free, only to be used on set. During the filming, and he did he did that, so he's he's guy has responsibility. Right. I mean, yes. a good. Sports, I saw he released like the hammer on a on a gun. Right. And he didn't like point it and be like, "I'm going to shoot you." Bang. It was more of a they were inspecting something. He let the hammer go. It fired off the bullet in there, and it was it, it just happened to be pointing in the was direction it a revolver? of the person. Yeah, it was a revolver. Oh, okay. <coughs> well, revolvers are a little more, yeah, they can go off inadvertently a little easier. So oh, be careful. Good news. So, so can semi-automatic weapons. I mean, it, it's a weapon's a weapon. If you're, if you're checking something out on the weapon, don't point at anybody. I mean, there's layers upon layers upon layers of responsibility, and you right. have to take personal responsibility for those things. If you're checking something up on the gun, point it at the ground. Yeah, exactly. It, a good analogy would be like let's say you're in a parking lot and your car is off and someone's walking in front of you and you just like slam on the accelerator just like as a joke or something like that your car is off so the accelerator's not going to do anything but what if you know you were not paying attention and your car wasn't off and then you killed someone quiet electric car and you didn't know it was yeah exactly an electric car they don't make it you don't know if they're on or not really true so if you like you know fake accelerated as a joke 
but accidentally hit someone, there you go, involuntary manslaughter. Can I ask you guys a question? Hmm. I think even more important in Alec Baldwin's life is how many more accents is his wife going to pretend to have? Does she still do that? <laughs> she changes her accent every time she's on television. No, she changes her accent every time she takes a flight on a different international. Right. Ride. She's like Madonna. Right, right exactly. Yeah. Oh, Madonna. Mm-hmm. She's going to do another world tour. Yeah, that's what I heard. And she changed. People still like her? I wouldn't know because I'd never cared oh, for her. I just can't stand her voice. She sounds like a chipmunk to me. I can't listen to her music. No, there's like two her songs. Her singing is awful. There's two songs that when I hear them, I'm like, oh, you know, it's kind of, you know, it's a catchy tune for sure. I mean, she yeah, she sold a billion songs, but I just can't stand listening to her. Well, I almost gave up Christmas because she sang Santa Baby. I almost <laughs> just walked away from the holiday, I'm here to tell you. All right, Tim, it says your mic is on now. Can you talk? Oh, I guess not. I think your computer might be the thing that needs to be replaced, not the headset. I think you, I think you says, need to dr- take a drive up to Tim's house and <laughs> see if you can... Well, he's going to call in, he says. Okay, okay. perfect. But, all right, that'll work. Yeah, I think you yeah, might need a new computer. That'll work for me. That's all I know. I mean, you, you can join, if you're listening, you can join StreamYard on your phone. So give that a try if you want. So, Catherine, with regards to Madonna, do you, you, are you, you're saying that uh, her voice makes your restorations in your uh, crowns? Yes, hurt? it absolutely does. I just am like, it's just nails on a chalkboard to me. There you go. Just All right, we should have that. Tim on. I think she has a terrible voice. Yeah, I'm here now. I'm here. You're um, a disaster. Sorry about that. You probably thought the Academy put their hit squads on me. Yeah. Since yeah. I did that. Yep. Speaking of terrible uh, voices. Madonna, what a joke. <laughs> you know what I read about Madonna, though? She routinely starts her concerts like three hours late. Yeah. Oh, three a, hours? Such a diva. Who's a diva? Well, I can see half an hour, <laughs> but three hours, that's just like, why yeah. would anyone stay? That's so obnoxious. It's so obnoxious. They think, you know, it's all about, oh, well, I, they're going to be waiting with bated breath for me because Not for I'm three Madonna. hours. No. Well, yeah, and, and the thing about her, too, is she's trying so desperately to stay relevant. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And... Ralph, if if you can, if if Andy, you can find a picture, and Ralph, if you can tell oh. me what has she done to her she face? She looks like a monster. Because, well, it it, it, might, it looks is it Botox? I mean, what is it? No. Or is, oh, this picture! I know a, what picture you're talking about. Yeah, I think it's gobs and gobs of filler. I think yeah, yeah her lips have clearly been filled and not very well. Well, it, I think she's just had been filled chronically poorly for yes. a long period of time, and you end up with. All, and they, all sorts of trappings huh. with regards to swelling and chronic inflammation. Yeah, right. How does somebody with this kind of... It's just a mess. But she's got so much money. How can she be getting bad work? That is the thing. It's like, why do they always seem to go to, like, horrible plastic surgeons? Why don't they I do get good not, ones? I do not know. I was just looking at the photos of Judge Judy. Oh and yeah, she, she's just she she looks great. Yeah, she looks good. She just looks great. No, she does. She looks a little bit different than she did before, but still, she looks great. She looks kind of like yeah. herself. Mm-hmm. But then you looked at the shot of Meg Ryan, and man, she she was bizarre yeah. looking. Yeah. For a while. Well, look, even Priscilla Presley, yeah. that went horribly wrong. Oh yeah. And he he talked about that publicly though. A lot of I don't know if they really convince themselves into thinking, oh, I look better. I when think they so. Don't. Yes. I mean, at least Priscilla. Priscilla, you know, admitted that, look, I made a huge, huge mistake here. 
So, yeah, yeah, it's that's what Madonna. And the other thing that she does now, because the cool kids do this, uh, she bleached her eyebrows oh, so they're God. like blonde. Or, Why? You can't even see them, mm. and it looks horrible. It looks horrible. This is. I didn't know that yeah. that was a new thing. Oh yeah, look. Yeah, people should stay off TikTok. Oh, it is. Stay off TikTok. It's gonna ruin your life. For real. Women fall for wow. so many things on TikTok no, I, and whoa, Instagram. Whoa, whoa. Holy let's God. Just go, let's go back for a second. Now, for years, I mean, centuries, people have used a darkening of the eyebrows to accentuate the eyebrows right. as part of your facial expression. Absolutely. There are, there are systems out there to, to darken your eyebrows. Now, just go and bleach your, well, shave them. Ugh. That's true. I, well, I mean, in, think of, I think sometimes if you shave them, I have heard people say like. that they don't come back. Sometimes they don't grow they back, back right. Yeah. They come back. They come back. Sometimes they, they don't hair. grow back quite right. Yeah. Or they'll grow back. It just takes forever. It's yeah. just the kind of hair it is. They'll grow back. But it's just bizarre. I well, mean, it's, I mean, in America, we tan, we darken our skin. In India, they lighten their skin with creams. You know, 300 years ago, people wanted to gain weight because it made them look rich. Now they want to gain weight because it makes them look fit. It's You can never really... Fashion is just up to the whims well, of yeah, whoever. The problem with, with TikTok and and, and Instagram is, is it's it's of the moment. It's like yeah. everything is Literally of the moment. Literally just like this week. It's the yeah. du jour look. Yeah, exactly. Why but, do you think it is that people are so sad about themselves? People feel so bad about themselves. They have to change the way they look, how much they weigh, the color of their hair, the color of their face. For Madonna, I don't think it's exactly everybody's a got mystery. insecurities. Everybody wants to look, you know, as nice as they can. I understand all that kind of stuff, but this whole, you know, well, Madonna just needs attention. Well, Madonna, she her entire career was based on being youthful and pretty. Yeah, those fade no matter what you do. Well, was so it? now she's desperately clawing back her youth, and was, it's not working well. Wasn't she? Was didn't she date Warren Beatty for yep. a long time? Yep. And he he said one of the reasons <laughs> why Dick Tracy. Yeah, they he said the reason why he broke up with her. I think I believe it's the reason why they broke up was because Madonna would have a camera on her in the bathroom on the toilet if she could. <laughs> she needed 100% attention all the time. She wanted everybody to look at her constantly, and she was just a lot to deal with. So, Well, she did, this, she did this documentary called Truth or Dare, and I think that was around the time she was dating Warren Beatty. And, yes, the camera was on her everywhere, so maybe... it. Ha- now, look, Warren Beatty should be one to talk. I mean, well, yeah. talk about a guy that... Well, well he, you're so vain. Come on, man. That's that's Warren Beatty. That's that's uh, what's it? Who's who did that song? Carly Simon. Carly Simon. Yeah. Don't you think it's about Warren Beatty? I think it so. Was, yeah. It's kind of the pot calling the kettle black by saying she's vain, but um, well, when a narcissist thinks Kevin you're Costner, too narcissistic, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it just reinforces the opinion. <laughs> yeah. Then you got problems. It's like if a really tall guy calls someone <laughs> yeah. tall, then that guy must be really tall. Exactly. See, I always thought that Your Sylvain was written about Mick Jagger. Oh, was it? That's I what I know. thought. Maybe I'm wrong. Oh, well, yeah. Th- there's a laundry list of people. Some people, honestly, I don't know where this one came from, but Cat Stevens? What? Really? Cat uh, Stevens? Carly yeah, has said... I heard his name brought up in that conversation. She huh. said that it's, it's about three people, but she only said that one of them is Warren Beatty. Oh. So there's two mystery oh. men. Oh, 
apparently. So it's a hodgepodge oh, so of narcissists. Yeah. yeah, apparently. Oh, so uh, she did come clean about one of them. 2015. Yeah, she said, yep, it's about Warren Beatty. I'm still stuck on, on bad um, voices. Because <laughs> we saw <laughs> Ro- Rosie Perez is on the new season of Your Honor. Oh, yeah. How is your her, honor? Her voice oh, is God, not... Oh, God, her voice is so annoying. It's not... I think she's gone to some coaching because she doesn't sound nearly as horrible. No, she oh, doesn't. yeah? Yeah. She, can you hear yeah, me? she doesn't do she that. She doesn't do like, that anymore. Yeah. yeah. Chipmunk who's got she's something stuck the, in their throat um, anymore? Yeah. Yeah, she's on the she's new on the season. show, The Flight Attendant. The I Flight Attendant, did you see not, that? She was pretty good. not seen that one. With Kaylee Cuoco. It's a HBO Max show. Oh, I haven't seen and, it. Uh, so she's good in that. I no, I I know what you, I know what I know what voice she's talking about. It kind of like yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. highly annoying. I don't know what that was. I don't know if she did that on purpose and then dropped it, or if that was just her voice. And now she's fixed it. I don't know, but yeah, the, your honor. So we saw the first episode, right, Tom? Yep, yeah, was, we did. Yeah, it was quite the episode. Oh, I like that that show. Last year, I thought it was great. This year, it looks really good as well. Brian Cranston's pretty tough to beat. He is a good actor. He's really, really good. So, yeah, we watched it last night. Very, very entertaining. Well, I shouldn't say entertaining. It was very serious, obviously. Quite the drama. But, uh, yeah, he's uh, Brian Cranston's phenomenal. Uh, matter of fact, everybody on that show is phenomenal. If you're fascinated by aliens, ghosts, cryptid creatures like Bigfoot, then I have the show for you. The Paranormal 60 with Dave Schrader. Each week, we investigate different claims of the supernatural, bringing you the top guests and experts from around the world. Listen on all of your favorite podcast platforms. Tune in, Pocket Casts, Deezer, Amazon Music, Audible, Podcast Addict, Podchaser, Google Podcasts, CastBox, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and Apple Podcasts. The Paranormal 60 with Dave Schrader. Doug, how are things going at Burnsville and Coon Rapids Nissan? Well, we're in first and second place for the year in Minnesota. That's pretty impressive. What do you think the secret is? Well, clearly people like overpaid morning DJs that can't throw a first pitch over the plate. That hurt my feelings on so many levels. Sorry. Some people actually like these goofy ads, but there's a lot more to it. I think people really like the one-price upfront approach. They know they are being treated fairly. Yep. The free 10-year, 150,000-mile powertrain warranty doesn't hurt either. So what's going on this month? Well, inventory's finally getting better. We've got 75 Rogues and 25 Pathfinders available for delivery this month, and Nissan just came out with 1.9% for 36 months for people with good credit. The way interest rates are climbing these days, that's pretty darn good, Dougie. With all those Rogues and Pathfinders, free powertrain warranty, and low interest rate financing, no wonder Burnsville and Coon Rapids are setting records. We're like the Aaron Judge and Ryan. Roger Maris of Nissan's. No, no, you're not. Michael Bryant, Brad Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Uh, we're just trying to represent people who've been injured through no fault of their own. We're trying to talk to them before they talk to an adjuster or before they take a settlement that isn't something they should get based upon their injuries. How many people are out there in different, not in the law business, that love to run around scaring people before you even get to them? Well, adjusters will want to settle cases right. and they want to close files. So based upon that, they do what they have to. Um, I think there's a lot of circumstances where they probably act as attorneys where they're not attorneys and they try yeah. to explain people's rights or they give them a certain view that if they look at it. And what I always say is this, if the adjuster really truly thinks the offer they made makes sense, they'd have them come see us. You know, And that's exactly my my question is, you have to understand who has the best, your best interest in mind, correct? Well, you want to know what your rights are. 
You know, whether yep. or not you decide yep. you're going to hire us or not, that's a choice. It's a free consultation, and you want to understand what your, all your rights are and what coverages you have. And plus the fact I hang out with you, so you got to be a good guy <laughs> if I'm hanging out with you. Uh, maybe. <laughs> uh, okay. Ladies and gentlemen, Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. Now, I have to ask a question of, uh, okay, so, so Doc, since you, you know, went to college and everything. I'm a medical man trained and uh, trained and licensed. Hey, Jay, did you go to college? Trained in everything. I did. You did. What'd you, did you graduate? <laughs> yes, I, I went to St. Cloud State. That was mean-spirited, Tom. <laughs> no, the reason I asked him is that, that uh, let me just put it this way. The reason I asked him that was that I actually went to college for one day. That's a true story. That I didn't problem? graduate until 2021, so. so there you go. Hey. It's got the parking. That is true. Uh, AJ, I went to the University of Minnesota for one day, went to Psychology 101, and uh, before the the professor got there, everybody said, hey, you're new, you're new to the class. What's your name? Oh, my name is Tom. Oh, it's great having you around, Tom. That's, that's wonderful that you joined our class and blah, blah, blah. The professor comes in, and all of a sudden, everybody, Professor, let me ask you a question. All of a sudden, everybody's got an English accent. What? Like, trying to sound highbrow, are we? Is yeah. that what we're trying to do here? But then I also quit because I couldn't find a place to park. So I said, one day this is enough. Goodbye. And I never went back. That's a true story. Imagine how successful I'd because be if I had gone to college. Because I couldn't find a parking spot. That's exactly right. I, I'd probably be a... Doing pretty well if I'd gone to college, do you think? Oh, no votes. Okay. Never mind. All right. You, you, you might be surprised. You may you may not have done as well. That's Monday. very true. A total disaster. Okay, here's what I want to ask. Andy, I want to ask you this. AJ, do you pay a lot of attention to uh, the world around you, do you think? Maybe like a casual observer, yeah. Casual observer. I try okay. to be as oblivious as possible, actually. Only when I'm driving. Okay, so Catherine, everybody on the show, I want your opinion on this, because this does not sound good to me, but I only read the headline. So it might not mean what I think it means. There may be something big going on in the Earth's center. Scientists think inner core may come to standstill every 35 years and then start spinning the other way. Give me a break. I've never even heard of this. Have you ever heard of this well, that before? Means that happened 35-ish years ago, so yeah. I don't know. Nothing happened yeah, then, did it? Sounds like something somebody made up on the Internet. Do you oh, think sure, it's that's... you? Yeah, maybe. Wasn't well, that the movie Core? Yeah. The Earth stops spinning, yeah. so they have to start it back up, yeah. The whole Earth? No, it's just the core. Well, the, the core of the Earth. Yeah. <laughs> well, but that's like 90% of the Earth, so... Yeah, the the core shifts, and I guess the poles shift, and it's mm-hmm. it's a next. Yeah, are they talking? Do- are, are they talking about the magnetic reversal or whatever? Uh, who knows? Well, let who me knows? read the the first paragraph. If you were born before two thousand nine, you lived through a time when the center of the Earth stopped spinning. So say seismolo- uh, seismologists, excuse me, who believe they've discovered a mystery uh, or a mysterious cycle that sees the inner metal core of the planet speed up then decelerate and ultimately come to a standstill before beginning to spin in the opposite direction. Now, why would the Earth do that? Yeah, I don't know if that makes any sense. It doesn't make any sense. Really. Why, would, why yeah. would it do yeah. that? Yeah, I think, Andy, you're right. It doesn't make a lot of sense mass-wise. Yeah, if the rest of the Earth is spinning one way, it, right. it's like, you know, if you had a big bowl full of water that was spinning, the water is going to spin in a certain way, and it's going to keep spinning that way unless the bowl stops. But yeah. the bowl doesn't stop because it's the Earth, and if that happened, we'd all die. Yep. Yeah. It's, it's, if, you, if you take a or ta- you take a bowl, put it on a, a table, and you start t- uh, spinning the water, the bowl is going to start spinning with the water. 
you start spinning exactly. the other way, the yes. bowl starts spinning the other way. Mm-hmm. So the crust of the Earth has friction to the to the center part of the uh, the core of the Earth. So it would it would spin. It bizarre. That this makes no sense. This this is a misinterpretation, I think, of the reporter. Well, you know what though? You know who came up with this idea? Seismologists at Peking University in Beijing, China. Mm. <laughs> oh, what a shock. They just love to stir the pot, don't they, over there in China? <laughs> hey, speaking of stirring the pot, if, if I may, stirring the pot, because I normally don't do this sort of thing, but I am so sick of Channing Tatum bitching about how much he hated working on G.I. Joe. Uh, why is he so bitching about it? He's a horrible the, actor. When did Channing Tatum... Well... G.I. Joe? Is this a new movie? Yeah, he was in... No, no, this was a a while ago. Directed by uh, Minnesota guy Stephen Summers, which, you know, don't be knocking on Stephen's work, damn it. But anyway, so this was Variety's Facebook page. I said, hey, I I feel for him. It's a grind earning that let's pretend money. Yeah, I know. Got a lot of... Right, right? But you will not believe all the sycophants that came out to, in defense of him and how they started coming after me personally <laughs> for saying that. Just because you don't okay, like it. Okay, here's act. one. Well, I, and it was, it was in jest. I mean, let's pretend money. Okay, so, you know, I took actor. a small shot at him. Okay, so he, one person says, Jesus Christ, do you even have a job? Uh, let's see. Nice uneducated comments. I expected more from a wish version of Sean Connery. <laughs> what? I suppose, you know, both bald with white hair. Um, old man who makes YouTube unboxing videos out here criticizing working actors. The Internet is amazing. Now, I don't respond to any of these because basically yeah. then you, you, you'll never win a fight. Right. But if I were to respond, I would have said, hey, thanks for promoting my YouTube videos. Right. <laughs> I didn't do yeah, that. That's true. Okay, and here's, uh, where's the other one? Um, da, 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 da. Uh, uh, there was one of them that's my favorite. Uh, uh, let's see. Well, this one is kind of in my defense. After all, at the end of the day, a guy's got to put meat on the table and not just his torso. Oh. Okay, so that was kind of. Okay. And then somebody, somebody called me uh, toxic. That, that was, was me. Talk. Okay, that was me that did that. <laughs> no one deserves pain. Okay, now I have to remind you. I just said it's a grind earning that less pretend money. Yeah. This is what the person writes in response. No one deserves pain and anguish, or uh, for or anything for that matter, because of their background. Such a toxic statement from someone so weathered. Did life teach you nothing? Oh God. <laughs> I mean, oh, God. Pain or anguish? Pain of making thirty million dollars to. Pretend to shoot a gun for two hours. Yeah, he, he, he. There are no exactly when you work when you work as an actor. There are no small parts, no small parts. There's no bad parts. You there, you work. That's what your that's your craft. And and if you did that role and you know, it didn't turn out the way you wanted, you learned something. You grew. You're better now. You you can go on to uh, the Lost World or whatever that most recent one he did. But didn't he? It wasn't in yeah. that. Ch- Lost City or something Lost like that? Lost City. Yeah. Yeah, so, there you go. Which he was actually pretty good in. He was pretty good in that movie. But my problem with this whole thing, I never would have commented if it were the first time he bitched about it, but this guy is for years. He comes up a good couple, three times a year where he bitches about, oh, I hated that movie. 
well, guess what? You still got paid. Cash and, check. Uh, a hell of a lot more than all the, the working stiffs on there. All the craftspeople, all the behind-the-scenes people, the stuntmen who took an ass-kicking to stand in for you. You know, people like this just drive me crazy. So I just had to throw a comment in there, and I was shocked. There were a lot of people that did the little laughing emoji that liked it, but these people coming after me saying that I look like I want to be Sean Connery because I'm bald and have a white beard. <laughs> That's like, I mean, personal attack. A wish scared. version of Sean Connery. My God. And you... toxic. I'm toxic. Well, I've always anyway, thought that, though. So. That you're very toxic. I know. There's no question I know. About it. What can I say? I know. I but know. I just like, you know, once in a while I like poking the bear. You know, no. And I did it. Every it week fun. we have a meeting. Is to- is Tim too toxic? Yes. Yes. <laughs> There's, no question. There's no doubt about it. We're going to get it all We're going to have a company meeting here. Lammers, toxic, <laughs> yes or no, thumbs up, thumbs down. We planted a special device in your house that cuts your mic every so often. So yes, exactly. Reduces the toxicity levels. Exactly. That's what happened. Well, may I say, what a piece of crap this new headset is. <laughs> i got to get this thing straightened out. But you're right, Andy. It might be my computer because keys on it are starting to fail me. Yep, that's, uh, mine's doing that yeah. too. That's not yeah, a good sign. I find that the lifespan of a laptop, a decent not laptop, high. is only like five to six years. If that. If this that. thing's like a two years old. And my and escape it, key no longer works. And if you, tra- if you travel with uh, it. Mine, mine is also two years old, and I can't type um, yeah. certain numbers, like two, five or six. Yeah. Two, two <laughs> years old is not very You old. just gotta have to type two plus three <laughs> instead. You know what I just noticed? Yeah, I didn't yeah. know this until you guys put it out. My, I just tried to type in 92.5, and it won't do it. <laughs> I wonder, what's that all about? What's wrong with you? It's the AI that's saying yeah. no. <laughs> the AI is saying, I'm not doing that. Forget it. No. No. Do it. I don't know. What are you going to do? Like I said... And I'm asking everybody, you know, from from uh, Ralph to AJ, because Ralph and I are the same age, and AJ is the youngest man on the show or youngest person on the show. Do people want to think they're victims now? Does everybody want to be a victim so they can bitch about it on social media? Yeah, <laughs> everyone's a pretty straightforward answer. <laughs> yes, but why? Why do you want to? Be? I just gave an example last week of why. I could have considered myself a victim three separate times, and I never did. Because you're not going to victimize me. Piss on you. Victimhood is a currency. I agree completely. 100% and it's, true. Oh, it certainly is in the business. <clears throat> it's much easier it to be a... It is in the business. That's why, that's why people like Pamela Anderson are coming out decades later saying that Tim Allen opened a robe and flashed her and he didn't, wasn't wearing anything. Right. It's like, no, I, I wasn't there. I don't know. Um, but... Why now? Why now? Is it because you are not relevant anymore? I'm not saying that it didn't happen. It's like it's it's the, these whole things where I was I'm the victim here that gets clicked, which gets eyeballs. So I don't know. I don't know. But you're right. Everything is about victimization in the entertainment industry, especially now. It's, it's mu- so much poor me. It's amazing. Yes. It's much easier to be a victim than a victimizer. No, there's no question much about less it. Work. Well, well, or just to be successful or yeah. try at anything. To be a victim requires zero effort. There you go. That's right. Now, back I, well, in the old days. The I'm, thing with Tim Allen is, I'm sorry, go ahead. Very, very quickly, the old days. Uh, maybe the Johnny Carsons of the world would have seen that story and, and said uh, opening his show that night, Pamela Anderson 
Is there any guys who penis you haven't seen? I mean, think of, that woman's been with every guy in Hollywood. Oh, slut shaming. I'm not slut shaming. <laughs> I'm not slut shaming. I mean, I'm just saying, well, why would you bring that up 30 years later? It didn't bother you for 30 years, but now it does? That is and, and, weird and, and the thing is, you're in, it's in fashion to be bashing a, a, an actor who happens to be a Republican. Yeah, right? oh, that's true. That's a good point. Yeah. That's true. He's very... I think he's very active on Twitter, or was. Mm. Oh, was he? With his uh, political views. See, I didn't know that. Here and are my again, political views. Pointed out, like? I think both sides are nuts. Oh, absolutely. Both sides are nuts to me. I'm not trying to jo- you know, no. join in the, uh, you know, no. defending Tim Allen. It's just that it makes sense. Was this? I mean, if that's, if that's what's going to get you headlines, right? Was this on a movie set? It was supposedly on Home Improvement. Oh, was Pamela Anderson one of the you know, women? Yeah, she was, um, God, what the hell was her name? She was the assistant girl on Tool Time. Oh, she what, was? For, I think just for the first season or something like that. Oh. Not long. You know, it's interesting. Let's see. You know, you have to look at a situation, and there could have been a running joke going on on that set where the two of them, you know, were back and forth with the same, uh, the same kind of uh, behavior. Right. She could have done the same thing to him. I guess. I don't know. And, you know, it's, it's, and it's, it's harmless. This truly is a harmless thing. There's nothing more than just laughing about uh, one thing and another. And, and, you know, but there are people that do this, like uh, one of the Farrelly brothers has been known to yeah. flash, I think, male cast members. Really? I didn't know that. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, I think yeah. you just need to leave the dick in the robe. I mean, you just do Oh, it. the dick in the robe. Leave That's the a, dick in the robe. That was a good uh, movie I remember. Well, in day. this day and age, <laughs> in this day and age, yes. I mean, but now, of course, Always. you know, people are getting called out for something that was 30, 30 years ago, you know, yeah. which makes the movie, one other Oscar-nominated Oscar movie, I talked about it briefly last week, I think, called Tar, with Kate Blanchett. Oh going yeah, after we were looking at that last night. We watched the trailer. It looks very heavy. Well, the trailer is pretty artsy fartsy stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but the core of the movie is she uh, goes after cancel culture hard because there are students of hers, or one student in particular, that is trying to call out Bach for being a Lothario back in whatever century he did stuff. So basically, they're trying to cancel Bach, and she is defending him, saying it's you know the it, it's art separate the art from the artist, et cetera, et cetera, and then cancel culture comes back to bite her in the ass. So that's what the the movie is yeah. largely about. It is streaming for free on Amazon Prime right now, and Kate Blanchett is it's her it's it sounds criticky, but it is a ferocious performance. She kicks. Such serious ass oh. in this role, huh. with her her charisma, with her words. I mean, she is so so brilliant. I, I think it's worth a go. It, you know, especially for <clears throat> streaming for free on Amazon right now, it's worth a go. Well, you're right. It, watching the trailer, I felt like I, I was. We, we both looked at each other and I said, "I think she's going mad. Maybe that's what the trailer is yeah, about. Yeah. <laughs> she's gone it's nuts." A, it's an art house picture. It's an art house picture, and <clears throat> but still, I mean, it's a very relatable story because it's great commentary on society today. Oh. Um, and, you know, so, yeah, give it a shot. Yeah. I think that you, you might find that it's less artsy-fartsy than 
they make it seem in that stupid trailer. It is a stupid trailer. Okay. And to be honest with you, I just saw the trailer for the first time last week. Um, I saw. I watched the movie before I looked at the trailer. So it's probably a good thing. I can see how people would be turned off by that. Mm-hmm. But then again, with the Academy Awards, there are good things about it. You know, it re- elevates films like Tar, like, you know, performances like Kate Blanchett, films like The Fablemans that just didn't do any box office. And if you'd give it a chance and you check them out, you'd say, wow, that, that's some pretty good stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I have a question for you guys. This is not a political question at all. It's just, well, has this been going on forever and we're just finding out about it now? Now they are saying that Mike Pence has classified documents at his house. That's what I've been saying. It's just going to be nonstop finger pointing and impeaching. (laughs) It's just how it is from now on. I mean, have they always taken documents home? I think so. I think everybody has them. Absolutely. 100%. I agree. I do. And I'm not trying to get anybody off the hook here. I'm just saying we make such such big deals out of complete bullshit. It's getting really old. I have a feel-good story. Well, you're trying to prosecute Trump. <laughs> I mean, and, and who that cares? thing went south because, yeah, and that went south because all of a sudden the president has him. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yep. and then now Mike Pence has him. Yep. Now Bill Clinton. Yeah, I'm not saying he does, but don't be surprised if all of a sudden this comes out that basically everybody has him. Well, does you this know? go all the way it's, back it's to Hillary? Commonplace. Does this go all the way back to Hillary destroying all of her documents uh, in her, you know, her cell phones, her laptop, all her documents? Was that part of this too? I, I'm not Most saying likely. it was, but it sure looks like it. I just don't get it. Why is everybody? Mm. It's all about money, isn't it? This is me getting voted in so I can make more money. And if I have to destroy everybody in my path, then I guess that's what I'm going to do because I'll be really rich. Like, good for you, you pig. Whatever. Right? God bless the USA. Well, hey, how'd you like to live in some of these other countries? Holy Hannah. Catherine was talking about traffic. I don't think I'd want to live in Peru. I don't think I'd want to live in Jamaica. I don't think I'd want to live in Israel. Israel is scamming more people out of money than I believe any other country in the world. Uh, Well, don't get me wrong. I'm not... I'm not son of a bitch in the USA. I, I'm glad no, I to be I living know. here. But you're right. Nobody calls out how awful it is no. in other places. No. We're, we're the worst country in the world. Well, I've, <laughs> what a joke. I, I've said it before. America is the, is the most bigoted, racist country in the world except for all others. <laughs> well, there you go. What do you think of that, AJ, at 25 years old? What's your view of that? Yeah, I mean it's it, it's wild to like look on the outside because you see like for instance let's look at the uh, the World Cup from just you know a month or so ago when the Tyler Adams was taking questions right, b- right. ahead of their match against Iran and that reporter you know you you know what what goes on here you live here you see the news articles and you see all the headlines and whatnot but it's always so interesting to see in my opinion another person's perspective on how the U.S. looks. Because even just, you know, with my experience on social media, it seems like there's this weird war constantly between Americans and anybody from the the U.K. It's always... It's always just, you know, they'll say something criticizing the food, and then I see, like, a, well, at least, uh, you know, just the worst type of accent back. And it's just, it's a weird <laughs> retaliatory battle that I see constantly. But 
it's you know sometimes it's legitimate criticisms of, about the United States that I think that maybe we all know and can recognize, but um, occasionally there's some there's somewhere it does swing the pendulum for me of well I don't know so much about that one, but also goes the other way of you know what I never thought about that I never considered that as much, um, and it, regarding the press conference with the Iran- Iranian. Uh, reporter, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm sure there was a little bit of an agenda there he was looking to maybe come across and try to shed light on, and I think it was handled very well in the response by Tyler Adams, but it, it's so weird because it's, you know, it, when you think about it, we're all just tiny little specks of whatever in this giant world, and what I do doesn't really affect too much, so it, when it comes to other people's viewpoint on the country, in my opinion, it's like, there's, it's two sides of every coin. They're they're going to have valid criticism criticisms and mm-hmm. they're going to you know they're going to say stuff that we think okay let's pump the brakes you're a million miles away you don't have the best viewpoint on that no see I think that's a good take that's why I like having people of ge- different generations on this show because I think every living generation should have an opinion on everything I think that that's great. Um, do we do that? Not all the time. It's like my group is my group and your group is your group. And I, I don't like living like that at all. It's just uh, the whole thing is, to me, totally ridiculous. You, you can only learn by asking questions. And if you don't want any answers, then don't ask questions. And therefore, you're stuck where you are for the rest of your life. Good for you. Learn yeah. a lot, right? Yeah. Yeah. And that's something in my short time so far on the show that I've really enjoyed that Nobody here, I've noticed, really gets up in arms about no. anything. It's it, it's all very casual conversation, open perspectives. Yeah, val. You know, you're open to taking constructive criticism if if it's needed, but also you know, open mind is is very nice. And so you guys got a really good thing going. Thank on. You. Is he talking about us? I hope not. My God, it sounds too good. <laughs> I'm seething underneath Next all the time. Next thing he's going to be calling me a wish. Sean Connery or something. <laughs> I get so offended. Wannabe. You wannabe. Holy See, I think that stuff is funny. I think it's funny that people get worked up yes. over things. Yes. Because I don't give a crap what you think of me. I don't care. I'm going to sleep tonight the same way I slept last night. Now, if I saw that trafficking show, I might not sleep. <laughs> but other than that, people coming after me on the Internet... I don't care. No, Go who ahead. cares? Like, nobody and, cares. And, and again, the best thing is don't respond because yes. then they have to stew in their own hatred. They mm-hmm. want to make me part of their misery, and I'm not going to do it. <laughs> so that's what, you know, I, I'm, I'm not going to do this on a regular basis. I don't have the time. But it was just kind of fun to uh, poke the bear once in a while and, uh, <laughs> and do that. And, and it really exposes a lot about people, though. It really does because... My my comment got the most comments on this particular story. Yeah, and it's at it's at the top of the thing because it's like you know they're defending somebody they don't know and probably doesn't care about them, and uh, you know whatever whatever you know that's your opinion. I don't agree with it, but I'm not going to get in. I'm not going to misery doesn't love company in this case. I'm not going to get. I'm not going to become part of your world. If you're fascinated by aliens, ghosts, cryptid creatures like Bigfoot, then I have the show for you. The Paranormal 60 with Dave Schrader. Each week, we investigate different claims of the supernatural, bringing you the top guests and experts from around the world. Listen on all of your favorite podcast platforms. Tune in, Pocket Cast, Teaser, Amazon Music, Audible, Podcast Addict, Podchaser, Google Podcasts, CastBox, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and Apple. 
Apple Podcasts. The Paranormal 60 with Dave Schrader. And we are back with Stretch's Picks. You know, Tom, uh, there's a lot of analysis that goes into these picks. Yeah. And uh, I highly recommend betting, of course. I always recommend betting. Yeah, absolutely. So who's winning this thing? The Kitties, the Pack, the Bears, or the Purple? None of the above. Those are all the teams in the division. I know that. Well, who's your pick? I'm going with Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. What? It's not a football team. I know, but it's a hell of an HVAC company. They do the most thorough system tune-up in the industry. Sabre is one of the largest Bryant dealers in the state, which means you save. Yep, I'm going with Sabre, Sabre and Bryant, doing whatever it takes to keep you comfortable. It's also the smartest time to call and schedule your furnace tune-up with Sabre. Get the most thorough tune-up in the industry from the people who keep my home comfortable. Oh, uh, one more thing, Tom. What's that? Visit SabreHeating.com. Tom here for Shift Real Estate. Last year, about this time when we were making plans for Key West, I met the folks from Shift Real Estate. And when I heard the Shift story, it made sense to me. It made sense to my kids, and it makes sense to pretty much everybody that's heard about them. Shift Real Estate saves home sellers thousands of dollars on real estate fees. How do they do it? Shift lists for a flat fee of $5,000. You work with a full-time salaried agent. They take professional photos and videos of your home listed on the MLS and market your home online all for a $5,000 flat fee. Call Shift Real Estate and tell them about your home. Tell them that you heard me talking about it and they will tell you how you can save $10,000 or more when you list with Shift. It's the common sense way to sell your home. Visit shift2sell.com. That's shift, the number two, sell.com. Because life is expensive enough. Do you think we've, we're accepting people's lies? Because that's all people do now is lie about everything. Everybody lies constantly, and somehow that's okay. Why is it okay all of a sudden to be a liar, just to make your position better? Well, because the, the people in, in positions of authority, like politicians, yes. do it constantly. Constantly. No, you're absolutely right. Yeah. Everybody wants to be a victim. And, Everybody and, and, wants and to criticize. Yep. And then and, and it extended to the news media. Covering up for their guy or oh, their yeah. gal. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, you know, so you know the poli- you know, and the politicians may have led the way. They may have led the yep, way in the lying and the cheating and things like that. Um, you know, it was you know, it was it was you know, it was Clinton. Uh, he said, "I did not have sex with that woman." You know, he was very emphatic about that. And but then go a little bit further back, and Nixon had those same kind of uh, comments. He's not yeah. a crook. You know, I'm not a crook. You know, so, you know, yeah, the politicians have have done their best to lead the way on this whole thing. Well, there's no question. We just talked about it. Well, and then look, go back to to Kennedy and and people knowing things were going on, and they just simply ignored them. Yeah, but he didn't publicly lie. I don't know that he publicly lied about things. I mean, I'm, I'm just trying to say they, you could really knew that these, these people end up were lying and they set this example of lying. Mm-hmm. So, oh yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, all the presidents have been, are, are womenized. No, they're Lotharios. Lotharios. And I think it's an element of truth in all that. Truly. I, I mean, you, you don't get, you know, if you're like, if you're a rock star and there are a hundred thousand women throwing themselves at you, and that's 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 a thing that's hard to resist. You know, hard 
to resist as a man, uh, a healthy testosterone uh, charged man. I mean, I would guess. And I've, I've not been put in that position, but that's a, a real thing, I think. And people turn a blind eye to it. I understand. Bye. They just got. Oh, no, you guys, I think Timmy brought this up earlier, but the news are just posted this these things they don't like about the Oscar nominations. Have you seen this yet, Timmy? No, no. I, I, let's talk about it. What is it? Uh, now that the Oscar nominations are out, focus is turning to perceived snubs and surprises of 2023. Most sites are taking note of the nomination of Andrea Riseborough in the lead actress category for her trail of an addict in to, uh, to Leslie, I guess. Never heard of it. You ever heard of a movie called To Leslie? Nope. Maybe it hasn't come out Not yet. till this week when I... Yeah, well, you know, what the deal is about that is that a lot of big names were supporting her and putting out the word for her to get nominated, and I, I didn't, hadn't even heard of the film before last week. I haven't heard of it. And yeah. it worked. Their campaign worked. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Plenty of A-list celebs uh, joined the cause, including Amy Adams, who said, I think this is the greatest female performance on screen I have ever seen in my life. Settle down, for Christ's sake. Here are the snubs you were talking about. James Cameron directing for Avatar was snubbed. Any uh, Avatar of the Way of Water. Tom Cruise, lead actor for Top Gun. Daniel uh, Deadweiler, uh, lead actress for Till, are on the snub list of the Los Angeles Times. Snubs number two, USA Today thinks Viola Davis got snubbed despite a spectacular performance in The Woman King. In fact, the cider thinks this was the biggest oversight of the whole list. On the men's uh, acting side, Adam Sandler missed out for his basketball drama Hustle, despite a Screen Actors Guild nomination. I would agree. Well, I'd agree with the Viola. I don't know if I agree with the Viola Davis take on this. I do think she's a tremendously talented person. So I don't know if she was snubbed or not. I never saw uh, The Woman King, so I don't know anything about it. But, uh, you know, female directors, they were shut out despite contenders, including Sarah Pauly for Women Talking. Um, Surprises in addition to Riseboro being cited as a surprise nominee, others being included are Anna de Armas, a leading actress for our lead actress for Blonde, Paul Mescal, lead actor for After Sun, Judd Hirsch, supporting actor for The Fablemans, and the inclusion of women talking in the, uh, is the best picture category. I've never heard of any of these things other than I know, Judd Hirsch. You might as well just be speaking a different language right exactly. now. Exactly. I've never even heard of these yeah. people. Well, and, and again, it, it comes down to ratings. But what, what I will say about these um, nominations, and it really comes back to uh, something that my late dear mentor, Bill Carlson, in, in this business mm-hmm. said to me at one point, and I thought, why not? This is a good idea. The Academy, if they're going to be under such scrutiny about, quote-unquote, snubbing people, release the vote totals, because you might discover that Viola Davis missed it by one vote. Right? Yeah, right. Yeah, but I don't it, know it, why it they really, don't, honestly. It, 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 yeah, and, and, and I think that would shut a lot of people up. Now, at the same time, James Cameron, I'm thinking they just have it out for him. Yeah. <laughs> because yeah. You know, he did win. People didn't like it when he called himself the king of the world, which was only a play on a scene in Titanic. They took it as something different, like arrogance, and I didn't look at it that way at all. But to, to have a film like that, again, Tom Cruise with Top Gun. Jim Cameron for Avatar, The Way of Water. Two films that saved the movie industry. And what do you do? We, we snub Tom Cruise. Again, snub. Maybe he missed it by a vote. I don't know. But to, to, to not include him in the best actor conversation and not include Cameron in, in director, that's mm-hmm. crazy. No, they they both should have been nominated. Well, the James Cameron thing yeah. I can see because what makes Avatar movies good isn't really the direction. It's the CGI. 
which he had nothing to do with. Well, yeah, and he and and the visual effects did get nominated. Yeah, there but you go. The film, he's never been nominated for screenplay for anything he's done. Um, the, the first Avatar got a lot of nominations and probably won in a lot of technical categories. Um, but to me, you know, as far as I probably said this earlier in the call, but. To, for Tom Cruise to put his life on the line to entertain people, he should have gone it for sure. Christ, if that is an acting, I, yeah, I don't know what is. I don't uh, know maybe what people is. are just sick of him. It's possible. Well, he did get a nomination for best picture uh, for being a producer of Top Gun, and you're right. Maybe they are sick of him, but my God, he he he's a guy that earns his money. I yeah. mean, you know, you can bitch about people making too much money, but at least this guy is doing everything in order. He's doing his job, right? I think you know? if there's been one constant celebrity in my entire life, it's been Tom Cruise. Yeah. Because he's been doing stuff since I was born, I think even slightly before I was born, and he's never stopped since. So it's like, you know, every year there's a new Tom Cruise movie, and eventually it's just like, okay, whatever. It's not special what? when there's 80 of something. Is Was any... the Woman King no. nominated for anything else? Mm, I don't know. I have not. I, think I, don't, I don't think it is. I don't think it is. Um, yeah, some films got completely shut out, and I think The Woman King is one. Till is another one that they thought would be in the awards conversation and was not. It is a, it, it is a so, virtually all-black cast. One white kid. That's it. There's a black cast. What's wrong with these people? Yeah. I mean, in one well, you know, at one, one point they say, oh, well, we have to include diversity and have a film. Like it was reasonably, you know, at least I'd heard of it. Uh, the woman king that they were thinking with a, a black lead lady. I I just don't see why they wouldn't have nominated it. Uh, it makes no sense. Makes no sense. Give- well, again, it might just come down to the one vote sort of thing. And the other thing is too. I mean, look, Viola Davis has an Oscar, so I I, I you know I, I think people probably don't feel as bad about not voting for her. Or not voting for an actor. Like, okay, there's this actor named Bill Nye, who I know you know. Did you see Love Actually? Yeah, really good. Bill yeah. Nye, the science guy? No, no, different. Billy Mack, he was oh, a singer. Okay. Different guy. He was a singer in that. Yeah, and not Bill Nye, the science guy, but it's N-I-G-H-Y, and it's right. pronounced Nye. But he's a terrific oh. actor. There's a movie called Still Crazy that he did, played this aging rock star. Brilliant stuff. He's been in a lot of things, but he's been around forever, and he got nominated. And I'm happy that they nominated him because he has been around forever and he deserves the recognition. So, you know, people are probably more inclined to vote for somebody like that instead of somebody that already has two or three Oscars on their mantle, you know. So maybe that's why Viola Davis didn't make the cut this time. It's like, well, you know what, let's. I'm not going to feel bad about not voting for her. Let's let's try somebody else that's never won. Oscars are good about sharing the wealth. I will say there's very few people that have won, in acting anyway, three Oscars. Generally, the cutoff is two. Meryl Streep won three, I believe. And then back in the day, Katherine Hepburn, four of them. I think Anthony Hopkins has two only. God, I thought he had three, but maybe only two. Yeah, so it's really tough. I just uh, looked something up because I got a little comment to make about this. But... um... What was James? James. Uh, oh, somebody just dropped off. That was Tim. Yeah, that was Tim. That was Tim again. Man, <laughs> I don't know what's been going on with him. 
His his connection might be a little bit shaky too. It might be. So might James be. Cameron's first hit movie was The Terminator, right? Wasn't that the first big hit that he had in 1984? Probably, yeah. Does that sound right to you guys? Yeah. There's a reason I'm bringing that up, by the way, and I'll get back to it in a second. But uh, James Cameron's next three movies are called Avatar 3, Avatar 4, and Avatar 5. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Free money. I guess so, but I'm just looking looking back on how you you pick and choose who you get to know. Because in 1978 or 9, something like that, I went to visit my friend Joe McFadden, who lived in Los Angeles. He was the, the head of Capitol Records. That's where I worked with him. He was our branch manager for a long time. So I went to visit uh, Joe. I think it was 78, 79, something like that. Maybe, I don't know, could have been 77, could have been, I don't know, whatever. But uh, we were just kind of hanging around his house, um, having a good time. You know, hanging out and laughing and joking. We walk out the front door, and he goes, oh, there's my next-door neighbor. Uh, you know, I want to introduce you. He's a really nice guy. He said, you should meet him. So I went over. I said, James, I want to introduce you to Tom Bernard. He's a, I worked with him in Minneapolis. Uh, he's a good friend. James, Tom, Tom, James. And we schmoozed for a while and all the rest of it, and then he left. And Then many years later, I found out it was James Cameron. So why didn't I make a nice move? That's right. Why didn't you, you know, hit him up for a part? I met James Cameron years before he was a big hit, apparently. I, my timing was not good. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> yeah, that's right. A little bit too, too soon. I just love the fact, though. His next three movies, Avatar 3, Avatar 4, and Avatar 5. <laughs> that's rather hilarious, actually. All right, anything? anybody got anything to say to wrap her up? Uh, we're past that uh, noon hour now. Can't believe it. I can't believe well, we it started either. a little late, so... Well, I mean, we could uh, we could go on another few minutes unless you uh, want to wrap or whatever you guys want to do. I'm I'm good to go. That's all I know, right? I do have Tim back on the line if you want to wrap things up with him. Nah, let's just hang up on him because he's hung up on us three <laughs> times. So Tim, he's we're just gonna to. hang up on you, you pill. <laughs> Timmy, are you sure he's back? Um, it it, it says he is. <laughs> Well, it's not going smoothly, I will tell you that. No, I would say not. <laughs> Tim always, oh, it's poor guy. He's got trouble with his telephones. He's got trouble with his microphone. <laughs> He's got a lot of problems, but ah, what the hell. Timmy, we'll talk to you uh, on uh, uh, next uh, Tuesday. If you're listening, yes. we can't hear you. <laughs> so we want you to know who's better than you, and that's, that would be Ooh. nobody. So there you go. And he just dropped off again. Because this time I heard him drop off. Right? Yeah. Yep. All right, fellas. We'll have a great day, and we will talk to you tomorrow with the family.